and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. If you're new around here, we like to chat about habits and homemaking, homeschooling, and homesteading. And I give you lots of tactical action steps that you can apply to your home so you can live with less stress and more peace of mind. If you're a faithful listener, thank you for being here. And it's my prayer that this podcast continues to bless you. If it has been a blessing, would you consider leaving a review on the app you're listening from right now? Your reviews help more mamas find this podcast so they too can establish habits and find peace in their home. I read each and every review and I love hearing how this podcast has helped you. Speaking of things that help, if you haven't grabbed my daily reset checklist, you are missing out. This simple, straightforward checklist is going to guide you through resetting your home every night so that you can bless yourself with a better tomorrow. You can download the free checklist and get started with establishing this daily habit at habitsathome.com. All right, so I have a question for you today. Do you live with someone who is untidy, a little bit messy, well, maybe a lot of bit messy, and you may have even called him a hoarder behind his back? If you're saying a resounding yes, then this is the episode for you. A listener called in seeking advice on what to do when she's ready to declutter her home and live more minimal, but her husband won't let her touch his things. Yikes. That's a question I get from a lot of my clients. Let's listen to her question, and then I'm going to give you some straightforward action steps you can take with living with an untidy clutter collector. Hey, Lisa, I was wondering if you could help me with something. Um, How do I go about decluttering and staying organized when I live with a messy person who will not allow me to touch their things? So I can go through my things and the children's things and get rid of whatever I need or organize their stuff or, you know, rearrange things, but I'm not allowed to touch my husband's. And so he also has stuff that spills out into the public places of the house. Like even though he has his own home office, he has things in the kitchen and in the living room and in the bedroom and in the hallway, like everywhere. And I'm not allowed to organize that or touch it. So if you don't mind just giving me some ideas and thoughts on this, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. That is such a hard situation to be in. Let me just recognize that and state it for what it is. That is hard. And to feel alone in your home and to not want to rant to any friends about your husband, to not want to complain, to not want to be the nagging wife in your home, I understand. I completely understand. And I just want to express that you are not alone. 
there are lots of people, not even just wives, but people out there that want something different for their home because they know it's going to provide the peace for them, but their spouse or their significant other who share, who lives with them does not share that same goal and is not on board. And so it makes it very, very, very difficult. Anytime we have a disagreement or we don't have the same goal in mind or we have a different lifestyle um, from our spouse or someone in our home, even our children, they might not be on the same page with us. It is a very, very difficult situation to live in a home, be happy, feel like you are connected with that person, like you have things in common, that you feel respected by by that person. I understand how that feels. And I just want to express that you are not alone and that there are lots of people out in the world that are going through the same thing that you are. So let's just state it for what it is. That is hard. Okay. So I have a couple of tips to share with you. And you know, this is a case by case situation and I don't know what your marriage is like. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if there's a strain. It might sound like your husband has some kind of fear, fear of if things are moved, if his stuff is touched, what's going to happen. He has some kind of insecurity that if his things are messed with, that he's going to not feel comfortable anymore. So I think there has to be an uncovering of what the root of that problem is. What makes him feel insecure, makes him feel unsafe, makes him feel fearful that those things that he has put value on, which could be very trivial, a lot of people who collect things or who are messy, tend to be connected to very trivial things for some reason or another. And it's usually out of fear of some kind. And so you didn't really talk about that he was a hoarder, that he's not able to get rid of things, but that he's just in general a messy person. So I'm going to talk from that point of view and not towards a hoarder. Hoarders tend to need special care, special counseling, need a a specialist who specializes in people who have addictions and hoarding, and they need, they need intense counseling to, to deal with that. It is a, it is a neurological disorder. And just like with any addiction, it takes a very special expert to to work with somebody in that. And so I don't think that's your situation. And if it is, then please seek the help for that and be able to express what you need to that person. So that's what I'm going to dive into right now is, is the steps that you can take. All right. So when I talk with somebody who has a spouse that does not is not on board with decluttering and getting rid of things, I always say, start with you first start with you first. I recently had a client that had the same question that you have. And when I got online with her to do an online decluttering session, it it came out, the truth was revealed that she too was not putting things where they should, they should go. She was herself living untidy, untidily, if you want to call it that. She was a messy person. And so but she couldn't see her mess. She just saw that it was like almost strategic placement of items around her house. But when I started 
uncovering all of these items and asking her, okay, where does this really belong? She's like, well, not here. And so it was a revelation to her that, yeah, I, I'm not practicing what I'm preaching or what I'm requesting. So that's what I recommend doing first. First, declutter your own items and set the example for your family, for your spouse. And then after you've decluttered, after you've set that example of actually going through the process of decluttering and and you yourself letting go of things, I want you to try expressing how good it makes you feel. Like almost like using subliminal messaging. Oh my goodness, I feel so much lighter. Oh my goodness, I love how tidy my closet is. I can see all of my clothes. Oh my goodness, I am so glad that I decluttered my nightstand and everything. So start like expressing how your decluttering actually makes you feel in living a clutter-free lifestyle. Express how it makes you feel because people, when they hear that, it is contagious. They want that same feeling. So first of all, lead by example. Declutter your own space and express how good you feel after doing that. The second step that I would do, if that doesn't work, is to, first of all, you need to evaluate and understand, get a clear picture and a clear understanding of what you actually need and what you actually desire in your home. Sometimes we say, oh, I want a a clutter-free house. Well, clutter-free is, it, it varies, that definition varies from person to person, and Expressing that to a spouse or someone who lives in your home, their definition of clutter-free is also going to vary. So you have to get really clear on what you actually want. If you desire for all the counters to be completely cleared off, then that is something you have to be able to, to establish and to say, okay, this is what I really want. You have to know what your level of expectation is. Because what might be happening is you're expecting a certain lifestyle in your home and your husband is expecting something totally different whatever what something that might bring you comfort in your home does not necessarily bring him comfort so he doesn't share in your journey and in your pursuit of living tidy and living clutter free so get really clear on what you desire and what you need So what do you need your home to be like in order for you to live with more peace of mind? So ask yourself that question. What do I need in my home? What do I need it to look like? The flow of my home? What do I need it to be for me, myself? Because you can only speak for yourself when you're doing this evaluation. What do I need to live with peace of mind in my home? Get a clear understanding of what you need and what you desire to live with more peace of mind. All right. So once you have first led by example by decluttering, and maybe maybe do step step two first, get a clear understanding of what you need, and then declutter based on that need, and then go on to the next step, which is to communicate. A lot of us have we have communication problems and we're not relaying our boundaries. We're not relaying our desires and our needs. We are trying to save ourselves from arguments. We are, maybe our spouse is not understanding what 
we're trying to say and our tone of voice is nagging or we they think that they're being attacked so it's really in, really important to have a sincere but compassionate talk with your your husband and express what you have discovered about yourself and your needs for in in your home to gain your peace of mind okay if you have come into an into a marital agreement and you have made the commitment to love honor and cherish each other this is it's not i can just live how i want to and you can live how you want to but we live in the same house it's together you share a home and so you have to be able to to compromise in what your home looks like and so it's really important for you to first of all know what you actually want live by example of that desire that you want and then communicate to your husband those desires as well what do you want your home to look like and give him the opportunity ask him what do you want in your home does this bring you peace of mind it might it might his clutter all around and the messiness all around might bring him comfort if his if he grew up with his mom not being a tidy person that might bring him comfort so you have to understand that he might not get on the same page with you because that's uncomfortable for him some people can look at a minimalist home and they think oh my goodness it's so sterile and it's stark but a minimalist thrives in that so you have to understand that you are two different people with two different mindsets coming together to live as one so something that you might feel is normal he might feel that it's uncomfortable and it might make him feel uncomfortable to not have things out of place all over his home but that does not give him the excuse or anyone the excuse to live a messy lifestyle. So you definitely have to communicate your needs to your spouse. And then the last step is what I recommend, setting boundaries. Boundaries are so important. And I actually read a book last year called Boundaries by Henry Cloud. It was so good. And I recommend anyone who has trouble setting boundaries being a yes person, being a people pleaser, that was where I was. I was just doing things out of obligation to please people, to make them like me. And I realized through reading that book, listening to it on Audible, that when I set boundaries, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt somebody but it's not going to cause them harm. And that's what he he distinguishes the difference between when you're setting boundaries is ask yourself, does this hurt the person? Yeah, it hurts their feelings. It hurts their heart. But does it cause them harm? No, it doesn't cause them harm. So it is okay for us to set boundaries for what we want and what our needs are and what our desire is. Because again, you are in this marital relationship and you how how wrong would it be for you to live your entire life in this relationship unhappily or just dealing with it? No, I don't think your spouse would want that. I always say that I want this fairy tale of a marriage. So if my husband was living in a way that I didn't like or I wasn't, you know, completely happy with, I would have I would communicate my needs and my desires. Would it possibly hurt his feelings? Yeah, 
but it's my obligation as an individual, as a person in a relationship with him to bring it to his attention that this is how I feel. Because if not, then I'm just living a lie. So bring to the attention that what you actually want in your home and give your husband an opportunity to say what he wants as well. So then the last thing that I recommend that people do if their spouse does not want to get on board with tidying up, living a less messy lifestyle, decluttering their home and downsizing and living within your capability is to uh, have an agreement and designate a space for his things Create your boundaries and decide together a plan of action if his things exceed those boundaries. So set your boundaries. Go ahead and be honest, be straightforward, in kindness, use good tone, tell him what you need, and come up with an arrangement that you both can agree upon. So he wants to feel respected in the home, but you do too. So it's really important that you both communicate and decide where he can store all this extra stuff that doesn't benefit the family and it's only benefiting him and what he wants to save and what he wants to keep. So maybe create and come up together a compromise of where he can store these things and go ahead and agree that you won't touch them as long as they're in this designated area. So I like to use container organizing to help me measure how much stuff I actually have and when I have too much stuff and it exceeds that boundary and that container, then I know that I have to declutter and I have to weed out. Also decide on an action step, like a plan. If his stuff exceeds that storage area and those boundaries that you've both agreed on, are you going to say it in a certain way? Are you going to, is he going to give you permission to rearrange things and put it all back into that area? He might just need some help organizing. It might be beyond what you can actually do. Sometimes having somebody come in, an outsider, and having them actually work on your stuff. Um, Sometimes I go and I work for wives and the husbands aren't on board. And then while I'm working, they're like, oh wow, this is, this feels good. Okay. And so then they start letting me in and then they get, they get on board. Maybe you might have to outsource some help. Think about that. If you're not achieving the goal that you want, it's up to you to seek out the help that you need. So I'm going to go back over those steps. Decide and understand what your desires actually are. Okay. You might not even realize what you want or what you need to be happy. So Get a piece of paper, get a notebook, and just start walking around your house and think about all of the areas that don't make you happy. Walk around, have a notebook in hand, and just jot down ideas and turn those from negatives to positives. So say it in a positive way instead of you do this and you don't do this. Say, I would like, use I statements, I would like this this makes me happy. I would appreciate this. Instead of saying you do this or you don't do this, use I statements and turn it on yourself. So understand and get a clear idea of what you want. First, declutter your own stuff and lead by example and express how good it makes you feel. Have a sincere heart-to-heart talk and really express your desires and your boundaries. 
And then the last one is designate a certain area for him to keep his stuff, for him to be as untidy as he wants to be without it hindering the rest of the family and you agreeing not to touch it. So I hope those tips help and please let us know. Call back in if you if it works, if you've seen some success in your home. I would love to hear from you. Call back in, give us a testimonial and let us know. All right, friends, if you find yourself in situations like this and if you feel like you yourself are an untidy person and you just can't revamp those habits, you can't establish them, you can't get them to work, you've tried everything, I really want to come alongside of you and help you through my online coaching program. I have a couple of different packages for you. I highly suggest the classic package, which is a four session package, one hour each. And I walk with you all the way, every step of the way for five weeks. It is the best thing that you will ever do for your life to hire a coach to come alongside you and to lead you in creating a more peace-filled home. All right, you can find those packages at habitsandhome.com services. Also, again, don't forget to grab that free checklist, that daily reset checklist at habitsandhome.com. All right, friends, I'll see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.